Jai Shri Krishna. Find the Beloved takes its name and inspiration from Shamdas, the first Western initiate into the Pushti Marg, the Path of Grace, a 500-year-old Bhakti lineage of India characterized by its purely non-dual philosophy, culinary expertise, rich literary tradition, and family-oriented practices. Join me, Vallabh Das, as we explore the devotional teachings and moods of Bhakti. With the blessings of our Guru Shimilambala and the backing of Pratampit Publications, we begin with the Churasi Vaishnavan Kivarta, the famous Brajbhasha prose Varta literature describing the life, stories, and accounts of the 84 Vaishnavas, the 15th and 16th century Bhakti saints of India. The Churasi Vaishnavan Kivarta text is a text in two distinct layers, the first being the Varta Prasangs, or the episodes of the life story of each saint, which is attributed to Sri Gokulnaji a great bhakti teacher of this lineage. And then secondly, you have the commentary called Bhav Prakash, the illumination of the Bhav, or the deeper meaning of the story, which is uh, an additional layer of commentary that is interspersed throughout the text. Varta number five, Rajokshatrani, Bhav Prakash. In the Leela, Rajokshatrani is an intimate friend of Lalitaji named Ratikala, for she has fine skills, or kala, in the arts of love, Rati. Or, one could say she is skilled in arranging the love plays, the vihar, between Sri Thakurji and Sri Swaminiji. Ratikala remains absorbed in these moods of divine service and knows nothing else. In the Leela, Ratikala prepares many different types of samagris for Sri Swaminiji, like milk and sweets. And then at night, Lalitaji serves them to Sri Swaminiji in the forest bower and other Leela locations. That is why in this world, Rajo made it her routine every evening to bring offerings for Sri Acharyaji to enjoy. In the Leela, Ratikala felt a deep devotional burning atop, thinking, when will I have the great fortune to serve Sri Swaminiji? That is generally Lalita's seva, so how will I attain it? Lalitaji is the most beloved messenger between the beloveds and she ensures that every Leela is perfectly arranged. So Ratikala's heart burned until she realized, now Sri Acharyaji, who is Sri Swaminiji, will fulfill my heart's desire and extinguish this fire burning in my heart. How is this possible? The Brahmin Bhakta Narayandas Brahmachari would bring Sri Acharyaji the rice pudding that he had offered to his Thakurji, Sri Gokul Chandramaji. Because he generally cooked for himself, initially Sri Acharyaji declined, how can I accept cooked food? Only after Sri Gokul Chandramaji himself intervened and told Sri Acharyaji to accept the offerings did he do so. Rajokshatrani daily brought Sri Acharyaji unsuckery offerings, fried breads and sweets, etc., which he accepted, considering the bhav of their lila connection. Sri Acharyaji fell under the sway of Rajo's one-pointed devotion. Due to her overflowing love, the normal rules were rendered irrelevant. This reveals the depths of her love, which completely overshadowed any restrictions of lawful worship, or mariyala. Drenched in the nectar of Leela, Sri Acharyaji would accept her loving offerings. Varta Prasang 1 Rajo made it her daily ritual to prepare fried foods, pakavan, and bring them in the evening for Sri Acharyaji Mahaprabhu to enjoy. 
On one occasion, it happened to be the day to perform the annual rites called Shraud for Sri Acharyaji's late father, Lakshman Bhatt. Sri Acharyaji had invited local Brahmins for a meal, as is the tradition. In preparing the feast, they were a little short on ghee, so Sri Acharyaji said to one Vaishnav, Go to Rajo's house and ask her for some ghee. The Vaishnav arrived and said to Rajo, Sri Acharyaji is asking for ghee. To which she replied, What for? The Vaishnav explained, Today is Lakshman Bhatt's shroud. Sri Acharyaji invited Brahmins for a meal and they ran out of ghee. Rajo bluntly replied, Go tell him I don't have any ghee. The Vaishnava returned to Sri Acharyaji and said, Maharaj, Rajo doesn't have any ghee. Sri Acharyaji insisted, Go back one more time and sternly demand some ghee. The Vaishnava returned to Rajo and said, Sri Acharyaji is irritated, so you better give us some ghee. Still, Rajo refused. I don't have any, so how can I give it to you? Returning to Sri Acharyaji, the Vaishnava reported, Maharaj, Rajo won't give us any ghee. In the end, they procured some ghee from somewhere else to complete the feast for the Brahmins. That night, when Rajo arrived with her fried food offerings for Sri Acharyaji, he sat with his back turned to her. Rajo asked, Maharaj, souls are full of impurities. What offense have I committed that you will not even let me see you? Sri Acharyaji replied, Today I performed the annual rituals for my deceased father. Why did you refuse to give me any ghee for the feast? Rajo answered, I didn't have any ghee. Then how did you prepare these fried foods, Sri Acharyaji countered. Maharaj, she said, why not take ghee from your own home for the feast? Sri Acharyaji replied, the ghee in my home is Sri Thakurji's, how could I take that? Who do you think lives in my home, Rajo replied. For me, your form is even greater than Krishna, so why would I give away ghee for your father's shroud when I could use it instead to make divine offerings that are connected to the eternal lila for you? I am not the servant of your father. I am your servant. You demanded that ghee from me just as a test. The first time you sent that Vaishnav to me for ghee, it was for worldly reasons, because there wasn't enough to cook for the feast. You said, bring some ghee from Rajo. But I recognized this instruction was coming from mundane flow, so I said no. Later you thought to yourself, I need ghee quickly, because it is my father's shroud, and I must feed the Brahmins. When that Vaishnav returned and demanded rather rudely that I give you some ghee, I realized that your second request was coming from the path of rules and regulations, mariada. In grace-filled or pushti undertakings, there is never any use for anger, for everything is perfected through bhav alone. In the mariada path, if you don't have the exact ingredients, the results of the sacrifice will be nullified. The act is completed by the ingredients, and that's why you were angry over the ghee because it was an essential ingredient for the shroud ritual. I knew your second request for ghee was mariada, so I did not follow it. I wouldn't give any ghee for a mariada ritual. If you had asked for ghee a third time for some pushti activity, I would have gladly given it. All you would have needed to say to that Vaishnav is, go tell Raju to give us some ghee. There will be no harm done to her pushti dharma. If that were the case, how could I turn them away empty-handed? But Maharaj... Why would I knowingly fall into a well? It was through your grace that I had enough understanding to say no. You inspired me inwardly, sitting in my heart and telling me not to give you any key. And instead, you got it from somewhere else. Know that I am your priceless servant. Please grace me. Bhav Prakash On this subject, the Shiksha Patra explains that Sri Thakurji can give three different types of commands. 
as has been explained also in the Sri Bhagavat. Worldly or lokic commands are for mundane undertakings, such as the nourishment of one's family, protection, food, bodily pleasure, and so on. Divine or alokic activities include taking Sri Thakurji's refuge and the association of exalted souls. Scriptural or Vedic activities include pilgrimage, deity worship, and performing karmas that bring heavenly rewards. These three types of activities, worldly, scriptural, and divine, produce different rewards. Worldly activities lead to samsara, the illusory world of temporary pleasures. Vedic activities lead to heaven, while divine actions lead to the attainment of Bhagavan. Rajo didn't give Sri Acharyaji the key because she understood the distinctions among these three types of activities. Sri Acharyaji became pleased with Rajo and faced her again. She presented her fried food offering, saying, Please enjoy these. Sri Acharyaji explained, Today is my father's shrab, so I can only take one meal. I can't have any more. Rajo replied, Maharaj, I understand you can't take a second meal at home for the sake of people's Maryada rules, but you should take these foods I have brought for you. Bhav Prakash, what Rajo meant was, Enjoy these offerings with your inner, true form, with Leela Bhav. Why maintain Maryada now? Reflect on the Leela and be immersed in that. Fulfill your Bhakta's heartfelt desires. Hearing her words, Sri Acharyaji became filled with grace-filled Leela. He forgot his earlier Maryada-based instructions and partook of Rajo's offerings. It was like when the poet Paramananda Das sang, Hari Teri Leela Ki Sudhi Ave. Oh, Hari, I remember your Leela. As soon as Sri Acharyaji heard the poet's words, he lost bodily awareness for three days straight. In this same state of Leela immersion, he fulfilled Rajo's heart desires. Rajo was such a uniquely intimate bhakta, a bhagavadiya. At Rajo's insistence, Sri Acharyaji accepted her offerings that evening. Rajo Kshatrani was such a vessel of Sri Acharyaji Mahaprabhu's grace, a truly exalted soul whose story has no end. To what extent can we praise her? Our deep gratitude goes to our patrons at patreon.com slash findthebeloved, my beloved wife, Jenna Faith of Jamuna Yoga, Prem Das, Professor David Haberman, Fran Langerfeld, Nandi Mukiji, Krishna Chaitanya Das, Ishwari, a bhakta and proprietor at Vintage India NYC, Vishwambar Seth of the Mayapuris, Katie Joe Walker and Bobcat, Alkaji and Jay Mashru of London. Thank you so much to our sponsors. Join us at patreon.com slash findthebeloved for more in-depth exploration of these vartas, the full text of each translation, and special weekly satsang meetings to discuss and delve deeper into this amazing literature. Jai Sri Krishna.